Good morning. Good morning. Ah, I'm switched on. Good. Um, it's my pleasure and my privilege to be speaking with you this morning. Um, we're continuing, as uh, Nigel said, the series in uh, the Holy Spirit. And I think it's, yes, what happens when God invades his people. Amen. So this is, it's not a, a new, I guess it's a series in the Holy Spirit. But it, it's, we've been on a journey for a few months now. We started uh, earlier in about May. Time started to talk about and look at idols. And the encouragement was very much September. That, oh, okay. That's something that started in May, anyway. But for a while now, we've been looking at drawing nearer into God. We've been talking about idols in our lives. We've been talking about Building greater intimacy with God. And so for me, this, this series is it's just a follow-on from that. It's, it's not a, a shift or divergence. It's just a continuation of that journey. So growing deeper in God, receiving and being filled with His Spirit so that we can go forth in His power. And so this message today... Um, just like the message last week, has to be in that context. Amen? Yeah? We are drawing nearer to God. We are setting aside those things which would hinder us so that we may be filled with His Spirit and we may go forth with His power. And then His kingdom comes around us in those situations with people, etc. Make sense? So we, we serve a true and living God. And this morning we've talked about how mighty is our God. But we don't always see that expressed out there. And sometimes we don't see it expressed in here. Ouch. Right? So, let's pray. Yeah, Father Lord, I just want to thank you for the work that you are doing. Thank you, Lord, that you are drawing your people nearer to you. You are filling your people with your spirit, empowering, equipping, gifting your people that they may indeed be a sign and a wonder to their generation. That people may know of a truth that our God reigns across the nations in Swindon, across the nations of the world, that our God reigns. Thank you, Lord, for the call to get serious with you that we may indeed be salt and light and we may demonstrate your kingdom on the earth, Lord. Father, come and help me. Holy Spirit, come and help me. Come and help me at this time to speak and let your people hear your voice, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I'm moving on, carrying on and in the scripture that Carla read through last week, about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the reason I've said that it's part of a journey is because everything about the gifts of the Spirit and the receiving of the gifts and the use of the gifts of the Holy Spirit all should come from an intimacy with God under His direction and His leading. Yeah? Amen? And so today, I'm, I'm, I'll be talking about what we call collectively the power gifts. And as the example, I don't know if you remember the story of 
Moses, where God sent Moses to Pharaoh, and, and Moses performed signs and wonders before Pharaoh, correct? With his rod. But there were also sorcerers and magicians from Egypt that came and did similar, correct? So this is not about the spectacular, but it is spectacular. When God invades his people and when God comes, you should, we should expect certain things to happen. The normal Christian life should be to expect certain things to happen. We should expect to do what Jesus did. Amen? Did Jesus ask us to expect to do what he did? These and more you will do. Amen? So why don't we see it as much as we could? So let's go to, I'll stop talking and we'll, let's read some scripture. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 to 11. Now about the gifts of the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, Christians, I do not want you to be uninformed. There is something here about understanding and knowledge. Amen? Which is important. Be informed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And so all of us who say that Jesus is Lord, we know that we do so by his Holy Spirit. The conviction to believe and to receive and to, to say that Jesus is Lord in our lives is by the Holy Spirit. And so we are filled with his Spirit. Amen? Well, if you're filled with his Spirit, say amen. Amen. Anyone who has the Spirit of God, say amen. amen. Thank you. There are different kinds of spirits, but the same Spirit distributes... Sorry, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. So as Carla said, and as we've said previously in the introduction to this series, the Holy Spirit in us gives us gifts. And those gifts will differ across individuals. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. That's the purpose of the gifts of the Spirit. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To, an, to another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. And this is uh, what Carla covered last week. To another, faith by the same Spirit. And this is where just, just this morning, Nigel was saying that faith is a gift. There is a gift of faith. Now, we're not talking here about saving faith or coming to know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. That's not the faith this is talking about. And I'll, and I'll come on to that later. There is a, a faith by the same Spirit to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of, of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as He determines. And Carla, last week, encouraged us to desire the gifts, right? And my encouragement to us this morning is also to desire the gifts, to go to God for these gifts. And Jesus said, 
the Father, it's his pleasure to give us these gifts. You remember Jesus said, if you are, you know, if your son asks you for a fish, would you give them a snake or, or bread? Would you give them stone? It is your Father's pleasure to give you the gift. The Father also would give to us the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so today, my focus is going to be on uh, verse 9 to 10, which is the faith by the same Spirit to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit and to another miraculous powers. So what are these? What are these gifts? The first is the gift of faith. And this is really, it's the faith to believe God for amazing, mighty, unbelievable things. It's the faith to step out on the water because he told you to step out on the water. It's the faith to pray for healing where everything else has said, no, it's impossible. It's the rising of faith in you that just says, and you can't explain it. You don't know where it come from, comes from, but you feel, actually, this is not of God. And so the faith rises, and it's a faith that's, that enables you to speak to a situation that seems dead and expect it to come to life. Amen? That's what this faith is talking about. It's a faith that says, actually, I've tried again and again but, and again, but actually there's something different this morning. That actually, I'm just going to go and try one more time and push that button or knock on that door, or make that phone call. Because there's something in my spirit that says, actually, this is different today. And that's the gift of faith. It's the faith that achieves supernatural miracles and healing. The next gift is the gift of healing, which is transparent, which is, you know, three types of healing. Physical healing, emotional healing, spiritual healing. And often... The healing can be a slow process, or it can be instantaneous. And the third is miraculous powers, and that's, that's so for example, miraculous healing. Or where the Spirit of the Lord came upon Elijah, and he outran chariots. Or where suddenly something just steps into line, and it steps into line, and or someone prays for you, and then you walk out, and things just start to happen. Things, the miraculous are things that you cannot account for in your own human understanding or strength or power or might. And the Bible tells us that these are gifts that God wants to give us. These are gifts from the Holy Spirit. And these are normal. It is normal Christian life, brothers and sisters. So let us be informed that we should be expecting to see these things. And I think this is where God is taking us. God, um, we've been talking about our life revolves around him. This morning, Olive in, in the prayer meeting said that she had a picture of a revolving door. And I said, Olive, you don't actually know what you're saying because God had said to me, what's that? And, and Olive described it as we come into his presence and we go back out into the world. But we come into his presence, we receive, we are changed, and we go out and we effect his kingdom out there. So as our life revolves around him, we come to him, we receive power, we're equipped, we have his gifts, and we go out and we, we bring his kingdom. If somebody is sick next to you and you have the gift of healing, and they don't know church, they don't come to church, they don't want to know who God is, and it, by, by chance you just said, oh, um, may I just pray for you? And, and, and you pray and that person is healed. Hang on, um, I'm sure they'll be very interested to understand who is this God. So why don't we see it as much as, why isn't it normal? I think God has started to prepare us for this, guys. 
there was also a, a, a word that um, Anna sent to me. Um, she shared some of it last week's Sunday, but she sent it to me. And it's the same thing. It's that God is preparing us as a body gateway. When we talked about Gideon's story, we were talking about, hang on, God is saying something is about to happen. Something is happening here. God is preparing a people, his people, gateway. And it's happening in other churches as well. He's preparing us as an army. And so God is calling us to get serious with him, to cast aside idols, to seek intimacy with him, to receive his spirit, to be filled with his spirit, and then to seek the gifts of his spirit and to work in the gifts of his spirit. And I tell you, Swindon will be radical, radically changed, sorry, if a radical people would arise filled with the spirit, gifted with the power of the Holy Spirit, and words of knowledge, faith, healing, miracles. I'm just going to read through a particular story to, to really bring this to life. I'm going to read through a story in the Bible um, where this, this illustrates what, what I believe are the patterns or what needs to be in place to really walk in this. So if you, if you have your Bible, please jo join me and uh, turn to Acts chapter 3. And you may know this story, but I'm going to walk through this story pretty quickly. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer. So that's the first thing. Peter and John were on their way to where the place of prayer, to the temple. This gives you an indication that they had a habit of seeking the Lord, of being in the presence of God, of worshiping, of praying, of coming together as the people of God. That's the first thing, actually. Intimacy is key in terms of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. At three in the afternoon, the normal time of prayer. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple, to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. So basically, there's this guy, he's crippled, he's over 40 years old, he's been crippled from birth, so he's been crippled for about 40 years. And every day he's carried to this temple place. Every day. Yeah? Somebody say every day. But one day, one day, there was one day, when he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight as, at him as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. What's that about look at us? It's look at me, look into my eyes. I'm about to impart faith into you. I want you to see me, focus your attention on me. So the man gave them his attention, and this is key, expecting to get something from them. Now, this is saying he's expecting to get something, right? So he's expectant. Now, he's expecting money or a gift, but there was something here that there was expectation from him. Then Peter said, and this is important, folks, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus, of, Christ, of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Now, the reason I'm talking through this story is because all three gifts are evident in it. The gift of faith, the gift of healing, and the exercising, the demonstration of the gift of the miraculous. And this is key. Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. What did Peter have? 
Sorry? He had the name of Jesus. He had the Spirit of God. Peter had heard Jesus say this. Let me, let me explain what Peter had heard Jesus say. Peter had heard Jesus say in Matthew chapter 10, verse 1, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and said, and, and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Jesus had given them authority. So what did he have? He had authority. What do we have, brothers and sisters? We have authority. And the first step, actually the first, uh, I guess, key to walking in these gifts is to understand our authority in him. In Mark chapter 16, verse 17, And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. This was his parting gift. His parting instruction, he said these things. Now, Jesus either said it or he didn't. And he either speaks the truth or he doesn't, right? And so because he said it and he speaks the truth, I believe it. So Peter could say, what I have. I can't give you silver or gold, but I can give you what I have. Galatians 3, verse 5. This is Paul writing to Galatians. So again I ask, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by believing what you have heard? First question is, where, what are we believing? So, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. That's the kingdom of God coming. That is the impact it has. That is the effect. That is what these gifts are for. They're not for us as individuals. They're not for us as a corporate, but they are for the world. Yes, um, you know, according to you know, what Anna shared with me, yes, we practice it in here. We refine it. We, this is a safe place to be filled with the gifts, to exercise those gifts without fear of rejection or rebuke, to learn and to grow. But ultimately, this is so that his light may come and his kingdom may come. This is what this is all about. This is what the gifts are for. So he jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. One day in Jesus' name, somebody will walk into this church with people that have followed him to or her to church because they've been healed in the streets. Three people said amen. Oh, we can play church. Gather together, have a good time together. God is saying it's time for us to be salt and light. And then he goes on. When all the people saw him and saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Just as the world will be filled with wonder and amazement as Christians walk in the gift of the Holy Spirit. People will say to you at work, gosh, you're just so different. When others are fearful, you are saying, oh, it's great. 
You are saved because you have an assurance in your spirit. You have the gift of faith that God has given you for that situation. And whilst people are being retrenched, you know that actually this, some will go here and some will go here. But you have a word from the Lord and it's faith in you that actually it shall not touch you. And it doesn't. And that's my experience. Where you hear stories, oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, it's so bad. And then the Lord rises up in you and says, where they say there is a tearing down, we will say there is a pulling up. Those who are for us are more than those who are. He that has begun a good work in me is able to. This is why we need the word. We need to know the word of God. We need the intimacy with God. That's where the rubber hits the road. Because I, I heard very recently that one of the reasons we actually don't see miracles as much is that actually we, we, we fail to ask God, God, what are you doing in this situation? God, what should I do here? How should I pray for this person? You know, I, 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 Jesus healed people in different ways. Some, uh, he put saliva on their eyes, yeah, or uh, clay. Others, he sent them to go and do something. And as he went, as they went, do you see what I'm saying? So what is God doing in a particular situation? And that's where the intimacy and the leaning on God that, Father, what are you saying here in, in this situation? I, I want to pray for this brother or sister. I want to pray for this person, uh, my, my neighbor. Or what, what are you saying, Lord? What do you want to do here? What are you doing here, Holy Spirit? Lord, I align myself to you. And then something drops in your spirit. And actually, you check it with the word of God. And you say, actually, but this, this is aligned with how God works. So, people were amazed for short. <laughs> People saw this. Now, this is another, this is a, a, another facet, if you like, or a, 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 I don't know how to quite describe it, but this is another um, expression of why the gift is demonstrated. Peter saw this, and he said to them, Fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? Humility is key in the expression, demonstration of the gifts of the Spirit. It's not about you. At that point, Peter could have said, yes, you know, I'm Peter. I'm a man of God filled with the Spirit. Look at what I've done. Go and bring all the sick people in the town. Come and lighten them up here, and I will open my Peter, the healing ministry church. Peter and John, supernatural healing ministry. Ten bucks for your healing. Come and give 200 pounds and you'll be healed of all your diseases. Is that what happened? No. This is to point to Jesus. The, the demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, is to point to Him and Him alone. So it says, why does this surprise you? You stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we'd made this man walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified His servant Jesus. Now he's preaching the gospel. You handed him over to be killed and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the only and righteous one and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. So, that's where Peter started to preach. And the numbers that were saved grew to about 5,000 people. 
the authorities wanted to arrest Peter and John. And so they've, what are we going to do? He's, he's calling on this name Jesus because we've got to stop him. They tried to arrest him, but actually they could not deny the evidence of the man that was 40 years old and limped since birth and was healed. That's what, that's what God is calling us to in these times. And so the call this morning is to seek the giver, not the gifts, but to seek the giver of the gifts for the gifts as well, that you may demonstrate his kingdom wherever you are. At work, in your family home, sure, folks, we've prayed for people at different times and there's been healing. We've, we know there have been miracles. I know that, you know, I've had prophetic words and I've seen them come to pass. In this church, we've prayed for people and we've seen the power of God move. But what, we're, what we believe God is saying now is that actually, that let healers arise from the body. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and receive the gift of healing that you operate within, that you understand and you know that actually God has gifted you as a healer or God has gifted you with incredible faith or God has gifted you to pray miraculous things into being. And it's not, it's in humility, it's in faith and believing and it's in acting. See, Peter and John had probably been passing there and something happened. There was a divine intervention at that point in time and it aligned and God said, do something. And Peter said, silver and gold have I not, but what I do have. Brothers and sisters, what do you have? You have Christ in you. You have his Holy Spirit in you. Do you have a compassion for those who are sick? Does that stir you up? Just one last thing to add, by the way. The gift of healing is never about walking in the gift of healing. It's not about human emotions. It's not about reactive human emotions. First and foremost, it's about actually what is God doing and saying. It comes to compassion, but we're not to be led by our emotions, which go up and down. What are, yeah, how do we fall on from this? Well, I'd like us to pray. I'd like to invite you, if you're a believer in this place, you're filled with the Spirit. You say Jesus is Lord. I'd like to invite you to ask him to fill you. Ask him to gift you. And if you believe, if you believe, if you believe in your heart that actually you, you have a gift of healing, step out here and we'll get people who want to be prayed for for healing to come forward. If you have faith that people will be healed as a result of prayer, you believe, you have faith that actually I'm going to pray and somebody will be healed in this place, stand up and come out here. And this is not, there's no, this isn't about shyness or, you know, or, or I, if you believe that, if, you, if you've ever had a prophetic word over you, that you have a gift of healing, here is the place, this is the time. God knows there are lots of people who want healing. So, brothers and sisters, this is an encouragement to ask God for his gifts. What happens when God invades the earth, his people, and then the earth? Amen. Please, let's stand if you can. Yeah, this is a, one, this is a scripture. Uh, this is what Paul described. Paul said, 
My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. And when Jesus was being accused of casting out demons by the devil, Beelzebub, he said, a kingdom divided itself cannot stand. But if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is upon you. That's what we're talking about. Who wants to see that? Who wants to see that in our day and our time in this place? Please lift up your hands. Father Lord, Father Lord, I've said what you've asked me to say. I pray, Father Lord, for your children, your people in this place, under the sound of my voice. I pray, Father Lord, fill them again, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we say you're welcome. Come and fill us again, Holy Spirit. Come and fill us. Come and reveal your gifts to us. Come and, Father, come and distribute gifts in this place. Gifts of words of knowledge, words of wisdom, words of encouragement, gifts of, of faith, gifts of healing, gifts of the working of the miraculous, faith that will move mountains, that faith, that kind of faith. Jesus called it mustard seed faith, faith moving mountains, Lord, faith that moves mountains. Come and gift your people with that this morning, oh God. Faith to believe you and stand on your word, Lord, for specific situations. Father, Lord, come and fill this body. May this body show forth your light, O oh God. I pray for healings in this place. I pray for deliverance in this place. I pray for salvation in this place. I pray, let your glory come upon this church and from this church out through all of Swindon, O oh God. And through the nations, O oh Lord. Father, come and do this for your glory. Not for any man's uh, adulation or for any man's pride or ego. But Father, that your name may be glorified. Father, come and use your people. These are your people, Lord. These are my brothers and sisters, your children, Father. Come and fill them. Holy Spirit, we say you are welcome. Individually, folks, welcome the Holy Spirit. Do business with God now.